0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network.
1: Talk Sport. Powered by fans.
2: It's a wild, wild circle. Slots it beyond Budringham. And the Millers are in front of the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, yes. Rotherham United win at from Lane. On the edge of the box, the He can hit them.
3: And he does. No!
0: championship
1: status for next season. Do me a favour, drop me in Hello, everybody. Welcome back to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast. And, man, do we have some stuff to cover tonight? Um, on the face of it, it's probably as, as an expected 3-0 defeat. But within that there's a few topics for discussion we'll talk about the, some maybe some good performances from a, from the player or two some poor performances um and a helping hand from leads we may just talk about the first goal as well uh mick how are you doing
2: i'm all right mate i'm all right thank you are you yeah we're all right yeah
1: good. um danny is black how are you doing danny
4: uh, personal, personal life-wise, yeah, I'm doing fantastic. F- football fan-wise, I'd rather not comment. If I'm being honest, <laughs>
1: you don't want to comment, about it, even though we're doing an hour-long podcast about about it. <laughs> I
4: would rather talk about my personal life and football. than minute Jesus, <laughs>
1: uh, and the long-awaited return of Benjamin. How are you doing, Ben? I'm sorry, oh, came yeah, on for his lookalike because you know the NFL stuff does not work out. You got a come on for his lookalike job.
3: I know, I got a little <laughs> cameo job. <laughs>
1: um yes thank you all for being with us any leeds fans here we're gonna complain get ready um and uh yeah just subscribe just make sure you do that, that makes it useful if you're gonna be here um few people with us Powell Mad youtube user martin holland richard uh, sarah ogden says evening i know I, sh- I know i shouldn't be bothered with yesterday that's pretty much how we all feel um chris page is with us um Tro- Charles trance was a word becoming a bit of shambles Mark Gamble says that Tom Selleck's on the pod. Any ideas Ben, who that is? <laughs> no. I didn't think it would. Google it. Um, yeah, you're um, there's only one place to start. Isn't it? There's nowhere else we can go. Um, Patrick Bamford, to be fair, is just doing what Patrick Bamford does. We shouldn't be surprised about this. And I'm going to come to you first on this, Ben, because we sat and watched the game together. And Mick was sat there whinging about Patrick oh. before the goal. it was going, I hate Patrick Ramford, he's a cheat. And Ben's going, he's not even that bad, he's all right. And then literally five minutes later, he punched the ball into the back of the net. Um, talk to me about the roller coaster ride of your own feelings towards Patrick Ramford yesterday.
3: Yeah, I, I saw, well, I, I didn't understand how much of a cheat he was. I thought, like everyone else knows he's a cheat, but I didn't think he was that big of a cheat. I saw his goal the other week, mm-hmm. and I said to I said, to Mick, I said oh, it was a great goal, and he? he went, yeah, anyone could do it, though, anyone could do it. I'm like, well, not really. He sat there with arms folded, legs crossed on arm I saying anyone could do it. <laughs> and then I said, uh, oh, yeah, it's not even that big of a cheat. And then, you know, two minutes later, he's maradona it. So I think I've been bugged. I think I've been being watched by somebody. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just not right, is it? Not right.
1: No. I've been trying to think what it's like, and the best I can come closer to, it's like stealing a man's, stealing a homeless man's shoes while he's sleeping. It's easy. You can do it, but you really shouldn't do it. It's just not right to do so. Um, before we let Mick have his say, Danny, it's, look, we were probably going to lose the game. And there'll be a lot of Leeds fans in here or, or on Twitter saying, we have lost the game anyway. Yeah, we, we might have done. There's a good chance we would have probably lost the game because Leeds are a much better team than us. But that'll make it right. It does not mean it's all right. We'll just start punching, balling back at net and this that. Although it's it's still cheating.
4: Yeah, it is. Um, and a lot of Leeds fans have been trying to defend it as well, <clears throat> saying that the goals fell and everything. This is the same fan base that thinks it's all right to charge forty five pounds for a football ticket, regardless of if it's a reciprocal or not. Um, but all I'll say is with Leeds, yeah, they are a really good team. They're not where they are in the league by mistake, you know, and they are chasing. A decent pack like Southampton's come good very recently. I think, what, is that 24 unbeaten for them awesome. now? Um, so thank you, Southampton, for keeping my last man going again. Um, Leicester's just well, Leicester. Um, but I think it says more about Leeds that they only scored one goal from open play. One was a handball, the other one was a penalty. So if you need to mm-hmm. cheat to beat Rotherham, then it says more about you than us, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Wind no?
4: up <laughs> That's my move for tonight. I've lost him uh, on the wind up.
1: Chris Page says it's uh, handball uh Sam Tuck says if Bamford be in Bamford, he is what he is and he's made a successful career after doing so. Yeah. He's not the first of his season. I think he, he dove to get I think was it QPR? He got their uh, keeper got a set of feeling in the season. Um Mick expecting a bit of rant for you from you. Where are you sitting on it? Because it's, it's just, yeah. Go on.
2: <laughs> go on. <Yeah. laughs> I'm, I'm pretty calm about it. To be honest with you, um, Don't I would you get older, take up a new hobby, um, I, and and I've I, I, and I've done that, and it was hot. It's a hobby that I never ever thought that I would do and and enjoy, and and here I am, spent a day fishing, and I've got loads and loads and loads of bites. So I think I might carry it on. Um, fishing's great. <laughs> yeah, it's a cheat. You've, you've covered it all, haven't you? It's a cheat. We knew it's a cheat, um, and it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for for Leeds United to to to, to celebrate that. Uh, I, I find that not surprising. Not surprising at all. Uh, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody outside West Yorkshire that that they that, that, that they behave that in that fashion. But, it, you know, I, I, if anybody hasn't seen it, it looks like everybody in the world has seen the tweet that I put out this morning when I retweeted Leeds United's mm. um, celebration of the goal. You look at the co- comments below it, you look at the comments from the Legion United supporters, and, and, and it just tells you everything that's wrong with modern-day football, you know, because all oh, you want to one, you want to one, crime or salty salt, none of that. That is exactly the point. It, that has got nothing to do with it whatsoever. The result of the game was probably, realistically, from a United fans' point of view, probably a foregone conclusion. I don't think any of us realistically expected to get anything out of the game. Um, so it, it, it could quite easily have been 2-0, could have been 3-0, could have been 4-0, even without that effort from him. Um, so it's, it's nothing to do with being... Annoyed at the result? Absolutely nothing at all. It's it's to do with the fact that football fans today, or a certain section of football supporters today, seem to think that this is all right. They like, excuse it, you know. I've even mean, there's even people on there saying he didn't hit it with his hand.
1: Uh, honestly,
2: so I put mean, I, mean, I I put, I put, I put, I put it to it out. Somebody replied saying it is chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I mean, it, it's really remarkable. What? It's remarkable that that supporters of any club feel that they 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 within the rights to defend that sort of behaviour. You know, if if Joe, if Bamford had been caught taking cocaine, for example, before a game, it'd be all at papers. It'd be an absolute disgrace because he's taking drugs to try and enhance his performance. All of it plays, and quite rightly so as well. But what he's done is, is equivalent because he's, he's essentially cheated to win a game. How is that any different? It is no different at all, but it's accepted. And not only is it accepted, it's like with a foul, the diving, and everything else. It's condoned by clubs and it's encouraged, not directly, but indirectly, by the AFL, the Premier League, the PJMOL because they allow it to happen and they don't deal with it and they don't punish it. That's why he's allowed to do it. That's why he got away with it because he ain't going to get punished. It's bizarre. And, and yeah, it's just the way football's going in it. It's, it's just a mess, it's an absolute mess. And that kind of encapsulates the state that the game is in yesterday. Nothing to do with the result, nothing to do with the performance of either team at all. It's all about the fact that that is accepted, it's accepted as being fair. You know, it's I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't blame Madley for it because I don't think he could see it. And um, if the quote that Liam Richardson's given from Madley is right after the game, then <laughs> maybe not. You know, I think the quote is that I couldn't give it. I'm not going to guess. Mm. Well, you did guess. Well, yeah. You did guess you did guess because you didn't get it. So you must have guessed. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's just a joke. It really is a joke. And, and, and football is just, it's dead, really, isn't it? In reality, it is dead as a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, like I said, it just kind of sums it up, really, doesn't it? Mm. What happened
1: yesterday. Yeah. Um, th- th- I agree. With ref- ref- I think we're was in a position where it's difficult to, to see but the liner's got no excuse
2: the liner's got to be seeing that well, um, the, the line another one of these that spends his time leaning across trying to look down line yeah. isn't he? so so you can you can assume very much from uh, pretty much from his his, his performance at free kicks and everything else that he weren't up with play so you know it, it you can only and that is an assumption obviously um
1: but yeah uh, well yeah but Richardson called the linesman unprofessional uh, for laughing and joking with Patrick Bamford post-game. Um, that's the most outspoken I've heard, Liam Richardson, to be honest with you. So I imagine privately he was absolutely fuming because publicly he's never sort of been like that so far. Um, yeah. Uh, Martin, did you see the way he celebrated with his elbow out? He knew what he'd done. He, he knew what he'd done. He celebrated what he'd done. Um, yeah. if, if that went in Premier League, it won't count. No, it wouldn't. No, it won't exactly. Well, yeah. Even Leeds commentator said that thankfully, thankfully there's no VAR or, some, or something
4: along the lines of that. Oh, um, thankfully the big team's achieving things once again. Um,
1: Wayne says it's 100% the liners call Madley is slightly of position, but should see it. But the Lino is in a perfect position to call it.
4: And I think that's the thing that annoyed Richardson, how the liner was having the laugh and the joke with it. Because, yeah. like Wayne says, the liner was in the best position and didn't give anything about it. Mm. So... You know, it probably meant nothing by it, but it just comes across as being very disrespectful towards Richardson, like towards Rodfrey and towards Richardson as well. Mm. Um, but if Richardson gets like that when referees' calls are, you know, blatantly missed, then I'm all for it, to be fair. Because mm. yeah. he's putting his neck out on the line a bit.
3: I just realized they gave the goal to Bamford, right? So they saw Bamford celebrating. So how? So the referee clearly thinks it's come off Bamford in some way.
2: Yeah.
3: So he, so he has seen it because he clearly thinks it's come off him because he's celebrating the goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Otherwise, it'd be the the guy crossing it celebrating like the own goal or whatever.
1: So so like like Mister said like like said I didn't want to guess. Well, you have guessed. You've guessed off which part of the body that's come off. Yeah. So
3: he has yeah. guessed. But Lionel has yeah because Lionel's yeah. seen him run off celebrating. Yeah. So it must have come off some part of him. Yeah. That yeah. A joke, but
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um Daniel Farker Ben post-game. And the madness <coughs> doesn't stop with the actual incident itself. Daniel Farker actually said that the goal wasn't important. It's not important. Uh the, the goal. Uh, the incident wasn't important. Um, I've never heard a goal referred to as not important when you go one. The first goal in any game. Is the most important goal of the game. Unless you score in ninety seventh minute, it's the most important goal of the game because it affects how the team plays. Both, both teams play going forward. Um, I don't really get the response from him. To be honest with you, it's just baffling. Just say, yeah, we got away, we won. We got on ball The referee didn't give it. We've got away, we won, but we still won't game. To say it's not important, think, just again, just gives a lack of class. To be honest with
3: you, I think it's just deflection tactics trying to. Get, uh trying to protect bamford a little bit I think
1: maybe
3: because he's he's obviously cheated, and if I think if he comes out and says yeah well we got lucky then he's admitting that he's unballed it and it's I don't know I don't know it's, it's odd it's just bizarre because it is important because we wouldn't have started pushing if we weren't one 0 down and left gaps
4: so it is important but which, which game was it in Belgium that they got replayed because of a shocking decision? I'm just thinking, do we launch a petition? We want to play We've done <laughs> enough. We don't to see these, these people again now. It's
2: great. Um, I wonder if... Um, if I mean, I assume Daniel Farker means that it didn't impact the game. It didn't have an effect on the game because they were going to win anyway. Yeah. yeah I wonder choice. if you would have the same attitude if somebody gave him a speeding ticket for doing 30 in a 30 because he was going to do 50. You know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the same principle applies. Yeah. Nah, it's just... It's just managers being managers, and like I like I said to you, I, the, the, it's the most depressing part about the game. It really is. After everything, everything that we talk about about football and you know referees and and all this sort of stuff, it, it, it this this part of the game is the only part of the game that we should be looking to to to, to deal with and deal with properly. It, it's week in, week out, game in, game out. Players cheating deceiving the referee, deliberately deceiving the referees. Mm-hmm. And 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 we don't know anything about it. We allow it to continue. And as like I said, we not only do we allow it to continue, we, 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 we kind of encourage it by by giving stupid free kicks every time the player screams or shouts or goes down, nine times out of ten they're getting a they're getting a, a free kick, whether it's a, whether it is or it isn't. You know, and it just encourages them to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, it's killing the game. It's killed the game. The game, the game literally, it, it's, it's, it's on its backside. And, and and this is one of the root causes of it for me.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, Mike says that he didn't give it, so it's a guess referred to you. Uh, sorry, Mick, that's a baffler. If he wasn't sure he can't give it, the guess would be if he awarded a free kick, it, it was the assistance call for sure. I mean, oh, the, exactly. the thing is yeah, the thing oh, okay. here, Danny, that we're not really... We consider the line I should have given it. The criticism here isn't necessarily towards the officials. Yes, of course they should have seen it, but there shouldn't have been anything to see, should there? And this is where, for me, the retrospective action should be coming in. In Scotland, they bring it in for diving. And yet, I think it's an automatic two game ban for diving. These type of things, there's got to be a deterrent put in place to stop people cheating. And back above this, I've not mentioned the dive for this, and the sin getting the, the. I think the QPR keeper is not feeling the season. Why, why are we not punishing this? I'm not. Well, there's other players as well, but Bamford's the well the worst offender, most obvious
4: offender, maybe. Uh, but he's the problem here, not necessarily the officials. Um, well, I just want to highlight what Scott Kent has said. It makes it worse that he admitted to the ref at half-time that he went in off his arm, which by definition oh, of the gone. laws of the game is classed as a handball. So there should be some sort I of repercussion. Could yeah to say, could you retrospectively book it? but then you take yeah, birthday, yeah, you've s- seen it have you <clears throat> yeah you could do because you've seen it in like good sportsmanship situations where a player has scored with his arm or or whatever and he's gone don't allow the goal to score from the arm and they have booked him because that's the laws of the game or whether they've fallen over and a penalty's been given and they said no it's not a penalty but you don't see that in English football because reasons um but with that if you've admitted oh, to referee, Danny, sorry, I, I don't, I'll let you carry on
2: a sec. Yeah, don't yeah. skip over that. That's exactly the point. Don't You don't see that in English football because of, well, whatever. That's exactly the point. You've, you've hit the nail, absolutely bang on the head there. Why don't we see it in English football? It, because
4: it, 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 it seems sportsmanship's gone out the window in English football. Yeah, in fast terms fast. of when the game's ongoing. If the game's stopped, you sort of see it in different situations, like if there's a medical emergency and stuff, which is great. And, they, and that's how it should be. But whilst the clock's ticking, we seem to not see it at all. Mm. But anyway, I think we're going off on a tangent, which is a far bigger issue, which we're not going to solve tonight. Um, but if he's admitted to the ref it's a handball, that's then forces the referee to make the decision of to at least book him. He can't rule the goal out because he's already decided the goal stands. But it still factors on repercussion. Um mm. And, you know, there's a varying factors as to why it's not being seen at the time. I admit Madley was in the poor position and couldn't see which bit of his body it's come off. Maybe the line I was the same, maybe the line I thought it's come off his chest and his elbow just happened to be in the same position, which from the side on angle, yeah, you can get it wrong in those situations. However, if he's coming admitted to so then back out having I mean, a laugh and joke about it, it's a bit, you know, mm. di- very disrespectful towards us. Um, and unfortunately with football, the championship, we don't have VAR. So these situations get missed, but then again, there are so many situations with VAR that make it seem appalling. So it's, it's, you know, the balancing act of the argument of do we want it in for these certain situations, but have to deal with all the rest of the, um, the fodder that comes with it in English football, where it's not as efficient as it is on the continent. Um, so I think it's it's just like the ticketing issue. It's highlighted a wider argument that we're not going to solve ourselves and that a lot of people aren't going to highlight as such. Um, other than the fact that it's made Rotherham fans very annoyed. Phil, like with, like with Barnsley against us when Morris nearly took Victor's eye out. VAR that's a red card and he's sent off. But at time it's just we just have to dust it off and carry on, don't we? Yeah. Uh,
1: Phil says, Would you have done had this debate if one of our players had done it? Yes.
2: 100%, yeah. 100%. Absolutely 100%. And yeah. well, I'm sure at some stage we'll move on to Jordan Hugel in this, in this podcast. So yeah, absolutely, Phil, 100%. Because it's not right. It's just not right.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, let's move on from that. Something we didn't do at the start of the show, which we should have done, is we ask for a moment that made you smile or laugh during the game. And I know that's difficult where I remember we lost 3-0 and the incidents that happened. Um, but I'll let you three think of, think of what you have, for, for the moment. I My favourite moment of the game, again, I said, I watched it, watched it with Ben, and at the end of the game, when Ollie Rathbone's charging around the pitch just trying to kick somebody, me and Ben just, go on, get him, Ollie, go on, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> it meant nothing, but he kicked somebody and it made me laugh. Um, so, yeah, that's a couple. Also, Ben praising
3: Patrick Bamford before cheating. Yeah, that's mine. I think that's mine. <laughs> Difficult, isn't it was typical,
2: innit? Yeah, absolutely. Make anything. Think, yeah, definitely. The the um, the challenge by uh, Morrison on their defender, um, their defender or their attacker, um, which I think did it get Morrison a yellow card? I think it must have done because the um, because he, he went down yeah. holding his ankle, holding his thigh, holding his knee, and then holding his other ankle, and he finally managed to find one that hurt, uh, yeah. which which really made me laugh. It was just. You know, typical League United, typical ex Premier League. I'll go down clutching some first thing that I get close to, and uh, don't happen to be anything that made contact with anybody. So uh, yeah, that made me I suppose it made me laugh.
1: Yeah, that's what we need. He with,
2: yeah, he got up without that a single little move. bit of embarrassment. It was <laughs> fine, surprisingly. Yeah. Um Danny, anything?
4: Um, well, for obvious reasons I've not watched any of the highlights back. I don't have a dodgy stick, so I can't watch uh, the match itself. Um my highlight from Saturday as a whole is just England beating Wales at the rugby. So yeah. Fair enough.
1: I'll accept. Um Russell says that Hugo was the only one to get booked yesterday.
2: Oh right. I, I can't believe Morrison didn't get booked for that.
1: No. Um Makes how are you highlight. Sean Morrison winding up. Their fans
2: and yeah. our fans, and
1: our fans, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did not
4: everyone think that Morrison Morrison was saying that he's a Leeds fan by doing yeah, no, the, the bad the bad yeah. thing? That was quite funny. I i, I, I know he's trying fair. to write
1: Leeds fans up, but I don't know why he's trying to do that at that point in the game. I, ju- I just thought it was daft and needless. I'll be honest. Concentrate well, he, <laughs> <he's laughs> on what like you're like doing. Guy, aren't they? Let's just not get involved in in these craps it, it just, yeah, I didn't like it
4: to be honest. I might have
1: been miserable lost three 0 but I didn't particularly like that to be honest with you. Um, but there we go.
4: I think if it wasn't for the manner in which we were one nil behind, that would be a funny moment for me from the game.
1: It, it's it's the situation we're in, in generally in the league, I think, to be honest with mm. you. Yeah. Um. Especially new, anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> let's, not, let's not go down this route. Um. <laughs> let's talk about the overall game performance, mate. Because up until the, up until the cheat scored. We were doing quite well. We won a corner very, very quickly. We, I think, in the first half in general, we defended okay. We limited them to sort of shots from distance or the edge of the area. Um, it wasn't a terrible performance. The issue comes is when you sort of look forward past the halfway line, and there's less than zero, and that's the frustrating. We're defending fine, but the rest of it is just well, it doesn't exist, in it?
2: yeah we've got nothing going forward and until the last five minutes um and there was a, for me there was a reason in that last five minutes where we were able to go for why we were able to go forward but but prior to that we had nothing at all. Hugo's plowing alone for her up front he's he's, he's he's not holding the ball particularly well when he does get there when he does come to him and then, then he's got no support anyway um so he's 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 going to be hugely hugely frustrated. Um, Which leads to throwing himself about and you know making rash challenges and stuff. So, so yeah, that's that is the issue going forward. We 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 had nothing, nothing at all. Like you said, the first five minutes or so, I think we had. I don't. I don't think they touched the ball for the first four or five minutes of the game. um, Leads. I mean, obviously, that we're never going to continue. But you know, it, it it was a if if fleeting a positive start um but but the issue the issue came as soon as they took charge of the game which they were always going to do um given the the value of their squad um we we, we we just had to defend then and we did we defended really reasonably well but we've got to find something else there's got to be more to it um and that's playing one up front is not helping particularly when it's john Hugel who hasn't got the pace. We, we say podcast after podcast, he, he's not the man to be playing as a one up front because he's not going to do the job for you. Mm. You want know, him on the end, end the ball's in the, going into the box, and that's not going to happen either, is it? If you can't get players forward. So, um, yeah, it was a, a, a decent, in, in patches, a decent defensive performance. But that's about as much as he can say, really, for. Uh, for the rest of it, for me, anyway.
1: Yeah. It's difficult, there because obviously, as you said before in this podcast, we don't know what the plan is pre-game. But it's very difficult to... When you start watching a game, you can kind of work things out. It's difficult to fully understand kind of the plan when Hugo plays up top on his own. Because he can't run onto balls. If if you play through ball to Hugo, he can't win it because he's not quick enough. He's, his hold-up play is okay. But when you play against Joe Rodon, for example, they can suss him out really easily. So he hasn't got the the pace to stretch the game, and it just doesn't help us at all, it, it, going forward. Um, and he's been asked to do a job that seems impossible to be honest with you, Ben. I
3: don't, I don't know. I don't get it. You know, every time every time Non-Bay plays, it feels like we do yeah. we do well. Nombe played at home when we played Leeds, and we trying to win that game. Mm. Uh, that's probably a different setup and game plan, but still. Yeah, I don't get it. Every time we get the ball and it gets forward, it's, it's either into his feet and he loses it, or it's over his head and he's jogging and he's, you know, then then he's back to the sort of tactical press kind of thing. I don't get it. I really don't because we've got no, we've got nothing. We had what, what up until the eighty-sixth minute, we had one shot off target, or game, and it's been like that. It's been like that every game. It's like that every game. The win against Middlesbrough was lucky. Our goal against Sunderland was that the, the, the Kluker
1: stunner, yeah.
3: Yeah, so it's like, you know what I mean? It, it's just, And then against Blackburn, it was a set-piece and it was two set pieces were wasn't it?
1: A uh, set-piece yeah. across uh, from Revan. Across from Revan.
3: But it's like, we've just got nothing going forward. I don't know if we're just not good enough or it is Hugo causing a problem. But, yeah, I mean, to be fair, if and when we go down, I don't think we can get a really complaint to be honest. No, I agree. We can't complain,
1: and you won't find anyone in this podcast complaining that we've gone down. Um, Which is asks if Hugo has a clause in his contract where he has to start so many games. Um, Yeah, it's tough, Danny, because Southampton are a brilliant team. Leeds are a brilliant team. You've got to be careful. You've got to set up in a way that you be careful. You can't just put three three four three and but gung ho and go crazy. I I get you've got to be sensible. I get you've got to you know use your head and do it. But Google doesn't offer us enough. When, you, when because of how how deep we sit, that means Leeds are going to play quite a high line because they're going to have the ball. You need somebody who's going to be able to break them down or just run past some defenders. Nobody can do that. Eves can do that to a certain extent. I uh, just struggle. I'm I want really
4: to know struggling. why we've not seen Charlie White yet. I said, that was also an interesting.
1: I can't wait. I, I, I don't
3: know. Yeah, why bring Eves? Why? Why? If you're not gonna, if you're going to bring Eves on, why? Why sign? Mm. That's
4: what you said, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it does raise the, the question of, does it have a number of starts in Hugo's contract? But then but then again, we've seen him um, be benched at times and he comes on in the game and makes that a fair bit of impact coming off the bench. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I say, if you want to play one up top and you need someone with, with more pace and from being honest, more of a um, committed mindset to run on to searching crosses rather than waiting for the ball to be crossed, it is Sam Nombe. Um, Because I get, like, Hugo's more of a player that he thrives off the service that he's been getting and he likes to lurk in the six-yard box. Half the time when we put a searching ball in, he's not not in the six-yard box. He's on the edge of the 18-yard box. Um, And he strikes me as, certainly at this point in the season anyway, he strikes me as a player who just wants the service and then he wants to do something with it. isn't he's, he's not latching onto the searching crosses or getting into positions to at least challenge for those crosses mm-hmm. um which is which is the balance act between the argument of he's not getting service yeah he's not because we're not going forward as much as we should have been doing but when we do go forward he's not there so it's like a weird catch-22 that we're in but with nonbay he sort of drifts in uh, where where the pass should be, and then it doesn't happen. But he also drifts in when the the searching crosses as well, which is what Kyoso has brought in both lows to this team. The actual desire to get forward, hmm. um, and the desire to actually win the ball back. Because I've just had a look at the uh, the Southampton stats, um, Southampton stats, the lead stats, excuse me, uh, and tackles one Kyoso's is at the top of the game as a whole, at least according to FootMob anyway, um so it shows there is the desire to get the ball but we're just not doing anything with it mm. um and i think when you play Hugo up top on his own it sort of brings cafu in more centrally um yeah. as like the player behind the striker which then limits what you can do with rathbone and that's probably why he's on the bench at the minute um which is why i found it very odd that we started the same as we did against southampton in the first half against southampton was poor yeah you know um like, when did Southampton score? Was it after four minutes? I think. Oh, like that, yeah, 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 yeah. and then Leeds scored after 10, so it's like, hmm, running team. Um, and that's one thing I'd like to see for the whole game, to shake it up. I'd say keep the, the back five the same with Revan Peltier, Morrison, Adolphin and Kyoso. That's fine. But out of everybody, I would argue to take Cafu out because he's not on on song at the minute in terms of his distribution. And then I'd bring Hugel out and put potentially Numbay and Wyke in. I don't know if there's an issue with Wyke or or not, but just bring Numbay or Wyke on or keep Cafe on the pitch and swap Numbay out for Hugel. Just something different. I mean, it's proved the last two it didn't work. So now that we're against uh, Hull, which is one of the teams that's had a fantastic win, you know, and a team that's fairly decent, just shake it up a little bit.
3: Hmm.
4: You know, keep the back line the same, but we'll shake it up up top. Yeah.
3: Because we'll we need to see. do Because
4: uh, if it starts the same again, I'm not going to be happy. I'm not happy now, but if it starts the same, I'll be doubly no, not happy. I was happy. No. Um to so say we get closed down and penned in our own half
1: because our midfield is defending. Uh, Holly says, You can't figure out my field, why the midfield won't work that well. I hate to say it, but Lindsay wasn't at his best. Neither was Cafu and the new, new striker should have come on. You were know, playing a four man midfield, Mick, four man central midfield. And I get it. Ball won, did this a lot during the season we were the COVID season. But he had, Matt, he had Matt Crooks, who was like a second strike almost. But we rarely lost the midfield battles in that season because you had those bodies in there. I know we had Dan Barlasser and Matt Crooks and these brilliant players. But we very rarely lost the midfield battle. When was the last time we won a midfield battle at this point? And we're playing four central midfielders. If you're not going to win midfield battle then, when are you going to win that? I don't, Something's not right at the minute. I can't work it out. Mix on mute. Does he know he's on mute? He doesn't know he's on mute, he? <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll, I'll tell you exactly when my last one, last five minutes yesterday, when Cameron Humphreys came on, we've got some more pace at the back that allowed Akeem Doffin to step forward and we started creating because we, we, we weren't constantly looking at. Um, Morrison and Peltier in that back line with zero pace which means none of the central defenders can step out, none of them, so therefore the, the midfield have got to drop deep to, to sit in there and protect the likes of of, of, uh, of Sean Morrison and Lee Peltier because of their lack of pace uh, so that's that for me is the issue now we've got Cam Humphreys back, that may well change I hope, I'd like to think that that might change um, we'll have to wait and see on that on that score, but you know, Adolphin is key for us in that midfield area. He's mm. key, uh, but having some pace at the back to, to get us out of trouble is also key. And he's got to be back there now because there's nobody else until until Cam Humphreys is is fit to start. Hopefully, that'll be Tuesday night. I, I don't know. I don't know whether it will be or not, but I'd like to think it will be. Uh, and then it gives the midfield that little bit more. Freedom to operate um, away from that defensive responsibility, which for me they just they're, they're completely ensconced in. In it's not a back five, is it? You know, it's a back yeah. six or seven. Uh, because of that reason, so um, we'll have to wait and see whether whether Camonfriz is fit enough. I, I would suspect possibly not fit enough to start. Uh, and if not, I, I can't see any reason why it would change. Um, Unless he can shuffle that back line about with maybe with Peter Kiyoso in there and and bring the young lad from Sheffield United as in a right back or a left back, I don't know. Uh, you know, he could then shift Kyoto over or um, or Revan over into into a, a central defending role, which gives you that little bit more pace. But we need to be able to free up at least one more of those midfielders to allow us to get forward more. I don't know mm. that's my view whether whether that's right or not I don't know but that's my yeah.
1: take so you played 10 minutes what well 10 minutes plus injury time yesterday um so be ready for more game time uh whether that's an hour 15 20 minutes we don't have to, we'll have to wait and see mm. uh for Tuesday.
0: Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, penalty and Ben. Let's talk about the third goal, was
1: it? So I think it was third goal. Uh, penalty, the I think... Third was. no, third, yeah, oh yeah, penalty, yeah. Yeah. Kyoso, uh, cool, I think... Committed the foul? Do you have any issues with that for me? I think it was a
3: penalty. Uh, I don't know. I think uh if it gets given, I think you can't argue, and if it doesn't, if you can't argue. I think he kind of gets the ball, but also mm. pulls him back. It's, it's and yeah, they should have got a penalty in first half. So they were outside um,
1: box. You're talking uh, about the rebel. Well,
3: yeah, they should have got a free kicking first half. Been, kick. well, yeah, then, mm. penalty. Whatever. Same thing. Should have been penalty. I don't know. what you're on about it. Was, oh. It's not important, is it? Just, just after Daniel. band yeah, it's, really it's, it's, it's not important. It's penalty, not. important. But yeah, I, I can't. You can't really complain. We I mean, pulled him back, he? but it's, it's some of I think that went down. So he's going to get so. down. gust of mm. wind and then goes down. You know what I mean? So yeah,
1: it's fun, isn't it? Um, <laughs> to be fair, I mean it could have been worse. At one point yesterday, we were fifteen points adrift or fourteen points, adrift, whatever it was. <laughs> Thankfully, Southampton
4: pulled the game back and won. So, it's still only yes thank, 12. yes. thank you, Southampton. They were on my last <laughs> man standing as well. Thank you very much. I think, I think, if in one day, Rotherham, had, well, played the way that they played and had been out of last man standing in the first round, I would have legit been, <laughs> I would be on floor. Um. But yes, thank you, Southampton, for that one. It's kept me in for another week. And my tactic now is to just put down whoever pro- Rotherham played the previous week.
1: Or just or just them a playing.
4: No, no, I am not brave enough for that because I guarantee the first time I do that, we'll beat them somehow. If I put if I put right. down um Watford uh on my next one, we are basically guaranteed to beat Watford. Get in there then. Fair enough. Mm, yeah, okay. fair. How
2: many points
3: uh, uh, did we get? You know when we went down in I think it was uh twenty three. Twenty three, that's the record. Uh we what?
1: twenty nineteen 23.
3: And
4: you, we need to win in a draw. Oh, dear.
1: We've got 29 in 2005. We're only where
4: it was. Um, we're we'll going so, for yeah. 1, 2, 3. That's Richardson's master plan for the end of the season. We'll go for 1, 2, 3. Yeah. Lowest um, points on 23. I reckon we should aim for 26. Flat bang it middle. We'll aim for 26.
1: Let's just get some up, yeah. get some up um, Troops asks a bigger question, Mick. Just a quick question, lads. Are we now better than we were under Matt Taylor? It uh, depends what you're asking, I suppose, because we're be- much better defensively for me. I know they lost 3-0 yesterday, but one's a penalty, one's a cheat. Um, do you think... Mm. We- we're now in this age where you can start kind of judging Liam Richardson. It's a couple of months now, and he-, he seems to have a set way of playing. How does the two, two times compare at that up to now?
2: Well, we've got certain players. so That you know, about, about
4: three we've not seen really yet. Well, yeah.
2: yeah, Yeah, I mean... We've we've got the same players, so you're not gonna you're not gonna improve it that much. The improvement's being away from home, mm. making us much more difficult to beat, and 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 that is a fact. You know we are much more difficult to break down away from home. That might be just simply because we're putting more men behind the ball. I don't know. Um, you know, Lynn Richards is in a position now where he's he's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. You know because he. he the the, the the rock set in with Matt Taylor, unfortunately, in my view, um, and he, his methods, tactics, whatever you want to call it uh, are the reason we are in the situation we're in. I don't think, I don't think you can attach any blame to Liam Richardson. Um, and if we go down at the end of the season, again, I don't personally, it's just my view. I, I, I don't see that we can attach any blame to him. Um, but you know, I, I, I suppose uh, I'll be, I'll be shouted down for that, I guess, by some people, but that's just my view. It, it's made us more difficult to beat. It's made us more organized. Um, what he's not done is what he suggested he, he wanted to do at the, uh, at the start of his tenure, which was to get more balls into the th- final third, mm. That's not arrived yet. Having said that when you look at the quality of opposition that we've played while he's been manager, Leicester, Southampton leads all these teams, uh, uh, nobody. You could you could bring Pep in uh, and he, with, with with the with what he's got to work with at the moment, it ain't going to improve. That's not gonna make a it's not gonna make the blindest bit of difference. So I think the litmus test for, for for Liam Richardson now is is with the exception perhaps of Ipswich, but possibly not, these next few games we'll see whether he decides to change his attack now we've played these so-called big teams
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and and whether we start to attack a little bit more I would hope that that will be the case uh we'll find out on Tuesday won't we mm.
1: yeah um like Mick says like Mick says Ben we're the, we always know there's these fixtures so that's leads back to back is a is a is a is a tougher a fixture. have got to play everybody but it's tough tougher a fixture to take we all know that survival is the slimmest of slim all chances so we're not kind of looking at that picture. But these next few games, Hull lost to Swansea at the weekend. Um, at Swansea, Watford are an okay team, but they're nothing special. That makes you got Ipswich, you've got know, QPR, and I think Sheffield Wednesday, Plymouth not far off, but not far off after. This is like me. I, I agree with me. This is when we start after looking at saying, right, what you got, Richardson? What you're gonna do against these teams that are not ridiculously better than us.
3: Yeah, definitely. I think, <clears throat> yeah. I agree completely, hopefully we'll try and I don't know what it is hopefully he might go forward back. I don't know why he's hes stuck with the same formation. Mm. I don't know if he played that formation at um i think he yeah, I, think I think he, he likes Wigan, to exactly. but I think or maybe he just yeah maybe he's just using the players we've got, but he he didn't he didn't change the formation at all um mm. which is a bit odd, but well, not odd, but it's interesting uh. Hopefully, I just want to beat Wednesday, to be honest. And even, <laughs> even if we don't beat him, I just want to take points off him so they go down.
1: Yeah, we we'll owe him, don't we, after uh, that show at Yeah, after, it.
4: That, after that mm. game, Baron, <clears throat> yeah. I, I said in you know, all that, that performance against Illsbury was a sackable offence. Look what happened.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well, it basically was. Um Lee, Right, he says we concede an average of two goals per game under Taylor, which is one point eight under Liam Richards, So, struggle to see our defence look better. Yeah, fair well, enough. That, okay,
2: that, that don't tell the whole story, point does two it? It's, it's it's point two better, first of all, and it's against away from home. Leicester. Leicester Leeds, Leeds at home to Southampton. All of whom are free scoring. And Middles-
4: Middlesbrough as well.
2: And Middlesbrough so the, the quality of the opposition that we've played and the venues that we've played them at you know it, it's not comparing like with like really Um, mm. uh, like for like sorry but but listen i get i get i also get i also get where, where right is coming from there you know it's not a massive increase but you've got to give him you've got to give him some time i guess and i hate saying that because i said that about warning i said that about taylor i said that i'm saying it about richardson and i'm sure i'll say it about
4: next manager um but but yeah, yeah, we'll have to wait and see, aren't we? I think the thing a lot of people need to bear in mind with with Richardson, including myself at times, is that even though he's had one transfer window to at least try and get players in, it was a transfer window completely stacked against us, like a relegation side mm. um, with a new manager with very little hope of, of staying up isn't a big sell for the players that you want yeah. to bring mm-hmm. in. Um, but, so I think, the best thing we can all do, like, yeah, try and go for it as much as you can whilst trying to implement your own way of playing or your own ideologies into the players until the end of this season, just in case some of them stay for next season. Hmm. Um but at the same time Richardson will probably get judged on next season. I yeah. think. I think basically this this season is more of a write off for Richardson. Um which personally I'm okay with. Um, and I think, uh, like, what's general consensus? You three, are you okay with it as well? Okay, what? what? We, we're with this season. Not judging Richardson on entirely on his opening spell with this season. and going again next season, and that's when we can pass more of a judgment on his playing style and what he wants to implement.
1: Basically, but you, but you've got to be challenging the teams around you. Sheffield yeah. If if we lose three nil to Wednesday, and we just capitulate, it, and same to QPR, and same to Plymouth, to Rosefield. Then for me, there's question marks because they're all better than us, but they're only marginally better than us. Jeff Wins mm. have got good stuff on the down roll, but they're not an amazing football team. QPR have struggled really, really a lot. So
4: it depends on the So, so, would, you, so would you say you more judge him on the individual performances this season rather than what he will what he might achieve next season? Like for, example, it, for example, not. if we were to finish seventh or eighth next season, hypothetically. Then I would say you'd pass judgment more on Richardson rather than the odds one or two games around teams for the, for the rest of this season. That's my yeah. Opinion. I know you saying. Saying. saying.
3: I think you can still judge this season though, because when we had when we had Warnock in charge, you look at that squad. That was awful squad. That was not a championship squad. This team's a mm-hmm. championship team, and Warnock still kept us up. So you can still judge it a little bit. Because he did wonders with that team. I said to you, said, said, remember when we were three, it was 82nd minute uh, yesterday <laughs> and we were 3-0 down? I said, remember when we were 3-0 down against Darby in 82nd minute? But that's the thing. We had such a bad squad that year and we still stayed up. So it is possible. We're just not fighting. Like, that team was fighting. We weren't good, but they would they would like, fight to the end and get tackles in and all basic rubbish you hear. Early crosses in, all that lot, get it up top. We're just not doing any of that. Not many. Not even it, it, a from set pieces. How I many set pieces have we scored? Know. One Is that blackburn I think. Not many. Not many Morrison. at all. That's
1: the I could think of. We are we are budget and we're players we can attract. You've got to be as the old saying goes, you've got to be bigger than some of your parts.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And we've been well below some of our parts this season. Well below. Um and from the base you're starting from, you've yourself not much chance, really, are you? Um yeah. <laughs> Fun, in it, lads? It's great laugh, it it? Um, <laughs> shining Ray, like, Russ is correct. Former Miller, Semi Ajayi, starting for Nigeria in the AFCON final, Nigeria leading. Is it a surprise mm. to anybody that Semi could go on to be an African champion? No. Uh, not a surprise at all. Good luck, because no. We'll catch that after we finish recording because um, that's a bit of a positive. Uh, Matt Nill says, we were playing no-hook football Norwich, Norwich first half apart with Matt Taylor and we're put, currently playing no-hook football. With a new guy, no hope, no life, nothing to cling on to. Oh, um, my, it's
2: Not that We'll that will
1: be a football club next season. At Yay. least we'll be. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, the, but, the, but the thing is, mate, and again, I'll preface it by saying we're just two teams, especially the two we've just played. It's dull in it at the minute. It's so boring to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, And we just want something. Like I just said, I mean, the, teams, the good Rotham teams have to be played better than what they actually are. You know, that kind of spirit. And we're just not really seeing that at the minute, and it's just no, tough to watch. It is tough to watch. Very
2: tough. Yeah, it is. it is, and 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 it's it's that lack of lack of ambition in in game that's it's the major issue for us um, as supporters uh, and as a team. You know, as a club, yeah. we, we need to be getting. You've got to score goals to win games. Yeah. And to score goals, you've got to get somewhere near the opposition's area, um, and we're not able to. Or we've not been willing to do that. Certainly over the last um, five or six games, so yeah, it's it's difficult. It is hard, but you know, it's it's the hard times that make the good times better and sweeter. And I, I keep saying that they will come back because they always do, um, and they always have done over the last twelve years. I'm mm. and, and proud to that as well. So um, keep the faith, I guess. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, Sam Darwin says we think it's got anything to do with only ha- uh, with having a year left on the contract. That way, that's with a lot of players. We, we said this on this podcast start of the season. Mm-hmm. If you sign people on short-term contracts and go one way or another, it can either work as an absolute dream because you've mot- you've motivated them as manager and they want to play for you and they want to win another contract, or if the going gets tough, they can go. Actually, I, I can leave in a couple of months' time. Daniel <laughs> <all> Ayala, <it. laughs> excuse me. Daniel <laughs> <you> <laughs> <all> Ayala, <it. laughs> um, and it seems like.
4: Some of them are going the uh, the Daniel Isle Highway. Um I think one decent player that will we might have a shout of keeping for next year is definitely Cam Humphreys. Well oh, I love through that, that that was
1: another positive moment when he came on, was not it? Uh, mixed, mixed, mentioned it's, it's, yeah. uh, uh, and I think we, 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 we were talking this, I'll, I'll ask you, Daniel, because we we talked about this yesterday. That he shouldn't be playing in League One, but as a benefit to us. His injuries are, are such that nobody's going to want to pay two million quid for Cam Mumphreys, because for two seasons he's been here, he's had significant time out with a hamstring injury. So it might work in our benefit that he has to stay because not many people want to take that risk, having to pay the money for him.
4: Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree, to be fair. Um, do we know how long he's con- his contract until? Is it the end of this well, year three or
1: three years, but you never know. If, you never He's got at least one more year and you never know about an extension.
4: Yeah, that's true. Um, I think as much as it hasn't played into our benefit this year with him being injured, like you say, it may play into the, our benefit next year to keep him. Mm. Um, because he'll obviously want game time, but it sounds really bad, unless it's, unless it's a team that's like more guaranteed to be battling at the top of League One, um, would you want to go for a team that was in and around us? This season in the championship, which is probably oh, the yeah. teams that had come in. Like, mm. obviously, it's um, higher league football. But I don't know. May, maybe the, the longer plan is to look at this season. If we have a good season, then it'll be worth more anyway. Um, yeah. But I suppose these are decisions for the summer. But personally, it's not as if it's not playing into our hands for the summer because if someone comes in for him, we can obviously ask for what he's worth. Mm. Um, but if he decides to stay then he'll be an asset in League One. Um, Same with Blackett as well, to be fair. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind resigning resigning Blackett because when he's fit, he's brilliant. It's just a shame that he's not fit uh, consistently Mm. or at least as as consistently as we'd like him to be. Um, The one player I think will move on in the summer unless some sort of miracle happens will probably be Victor.
0: Yeah.
4: Because he's far too good for League One. Injury, um, yeah, back. but barring an injury. So, Victor, if you want to feign an injury at last game, at so Um But, yeah, that, that's the one thing I've accepted. But I think if Humphreys go and Blackett doesn't re-sign, that's more of a, a cruncher because, you know, we, we, we've virtually not seen them this season. Mm. Uh, but we'll have, see, we'll have to see what happens with that. Yeah. <laughs> um... Right, move forward. Let's Anything else in the NAF and else from the league's
1: game? I want to give Patrick Bamford any more grief before we move on. Jordan Danford's a cheat.
2: <laughs> Flip that. Put that on the internet. See if it suits me. It is on the internet. You know how this <laughs> works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move forward. Um. Whole Tuesday night, Mick. They. I said just. They just lost. Swansea they're a typical sort of playoff chasing team on their day they're very very good and they've got some excellent players but they are inconsistent So they were consistent obviously they'd be probably they have been in that top four fight um what do you want to see I think I think I know the answer to this um what are you wanting what are you looking for on Tuesday against against a, a good a good a good championship team
2: um I, I'm looking for more of the same defensively but I want some attack I want some fire, I want some passion, I want some attack. Um, let's get that press back going again. Um, so that means we need some pace up front. Um potentially two up from. I don't I, I don't know, but and I'm not necessarily a massive fan of 4-4-2. Um, and in order to play two up front realistically with the players that we've got, that's gonna, gonna be the, the setup that we need to play. Um and that kind of does away with any width so um we just need it we need pace up front, which which for me is going to be number uh, and let's get that ball up there and let's attack them now you know we've, we've played all the big clubs all the massive clubs uh, so let's let's have a pop um you know we, we've got nothing to lose at this point now um you know goal difference is irrelevant as far as we're concerned because it's that bad that ours is that bad that it's an extra point anyway, uh, essentially. Um, so it, it kind of puts us thirteen points rather than twelve mm. behind necessarily. So, so yeah, let's. I want what every Rotherham fan wants. I want some attacking intent. Get that ball in the box. Give the strikers, whoever the striker is on the pitch or strikers are on the pitch, give them something to feed off. Um, and and, the, and and if you do that, the fans will get behind you. The fans will get behind mm-hmm. it, so um yeah for me, let's get that ball up uh, up front and and see if we can cause some problems mm.
1: yeah um I thought uh, truly that could come into contention Ben, is Rinemoto he came on with 20 minutes so I was fairly impressed with him interestingly he came on before Rathbone um but if you're going to drop Lindsay or Kafu you can drop both of them um looks like he's sort of ready to go and he, he gave us a bit more impetus.
3: Yeah, it, I think he get ball get ball away within ten seconds of coming on. Did a Calvin Phillips, and they nearly went and scored. But apart from that, he looked he looked pretty decent, looked solid. Got on a back, looking to get some tackles in. So yeah, he looked a decent player. I mean, I mean, it, it it's, a, it's a dream situation. Well, not a dream situation, but it's perfect for us because he's going to come in he's got 15 games left all he's going to do is in these 15 games is prove himself for another mm-hmm. club that's going to that he's, the next club he's going to move to so that's going to work in our favor um that's definitely going to work in our favor he's going to get him sent and just work hard so i can get him to move uh but yeah i mean yeah i just want to see somebody get cropped on tuesday just Morrison, take <laughs> his anger out morrison take <laughs> all his anger out from this year and three game ban or do me <laughs> I'd,
4: I'd, I'd rather he's Hugo he's it. do it, to be fair, rather than Morris. Oh, yeah, somebody.
3: Yeah, not Morris, somebody. <laughs> Hugo, go and crop somebody. Kick Elbow somebody. Or just, something. Pull,
4: just pulls the design and headbutt somebody. Yeah. Okay. Just a
3: little bit. A little bit of, it's just a little bit of aggression. A little bit of aggression. We haven't seen aggression yeah. all year. It's been, what, yeah. 31 games? So, and he took Rathbone to crop somebody yesterday. But first bit of aggression I've seen all year. It's a
4: joke. Yeah, agreed. Um, as much as we don't condone violence on the football pitch, Ben does have a point there. It does have <laughs> a point. Again,
1: go back to the, all the good Rotherham teams are in your face and they're aggressive. All all the good ones.
4: Hmm.
1: Um, and we're not that at all, are we? At all. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: Scott Kemp says, if you're going to go five at the back, you've got to go three, five, uh, five, three, two. We definitely two. I think that's right, Danny. I, I, five at the five, three, five, two. I think it's a great formation. I think it's dynamic. I think it gives you options. It's not a defensive formation. When you play three well five four one essentially because you've got four central midfielders that's the problem so you've got mm. to have that striker. you've got to have a second striker for me you if you're going to play five at back
4: yeah and it seems to be more of a, a richardson formation as well because mm. I've, I've said this a few times that's the formation he played with wigan and he won in the league you know despite us being absolutely unreal that year uh is, is he won the league twice with wigan
2: uh, or, or was
4: he assistant when they won it first time <laughs>
1: He's won. I think he's got a League Two title medal. He's got, a, he's got at least one League One title medal. They beat Maybe City as well. They beat City. No, they beat I think That was before his time. No, it was at Wigan. For, he was assistant. Was he? he was, he was, assistant. Assistant. Yeah. He was oh.
3: assistant when he when they beat City.
1: He was, he was assistant um. at Pompey. Got the League Two winners medal for Pompey at Pompey. Assistant at Pompey as well.
4: Uh, okay. Well, well, good time for next year, I suppose. But um, oh. yeah, that's. I think that's the vibe he goes for when he tries to play, but. I I don't know. I don't know why he's not playing too up top. If I'm being fair, uh, I don't know which system it is that doesn't accommodate it. Um, but I will, I will say this: I'm not at the game on Tuesday because I'm going uh, to the cinema with our lass. But, <laughs> Look but at the commitment. But I will be paying attention to the game if we play to up top, and I don't care <laughs> if I get told off in the cinema. Oh
1: dear! Oh dear, Dan, it's got that bad. <laughs> yes, it has. Fair enough. Um, Kelly Bob says, "Who's the ref on Tuesday?" It's Lee Doughty, as somebody put in the comments. Right,
4: I'm um, definitely not going then. Yeah, because do
1: we know him? Yes, we know him. He was the referee at Burnley. I went Burnley last, always oh, last season with the twelve. That, that's my excuse for not going. Now.
3: Mowin,
1: that's my excuse. Corner, red card. Um, yeah, could be worse. Could have a Madley, couldn't we? So you've got a,
3: mm. a
1: Madley or a Lee Doughty, or you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just uh, yeah. Um, yeah, whole Hull a good team, mate. You look at the players they got, they had a great transfer. Brought, brought in Ryan Giles, who was a brilliant player at this level. Fabio Carvalho is a very good player. Uh, Jaden Filagin, Fabio still,
4: Carvalho? Fabio
3: Carvalho, yeah. In, in, in Euro winner for Portugal. Is that what I'm thinking of?
4: I thought he managed England. But a Brazilian, isn't it? Mixed
3: up. Capello. A Carvalho? Uh, I, am I thinking of William Carvalho?
1: I think you are thinking of William. But Fabio Carvalho is a Brazilian, I think. Oh, is he? Um, but he's very, very highly rated at um, Liverpool. Oh, wow. uh, he's, he's on loan from Liverpool. Um, I spelled his name wrong, so I can't Google it. Um, but that tells you what that tells you is that they got pace. We all know Ryan Giles has pace. You know, we, like uh, sorry, we, saw, we saw what they did to They did to us at, at home in the season. Yeah. So you've just got to be switched on. And I think with with how new York Stadium is, I think that will help. Um, but I suspect Danny's not going. To, Danny's not on his own in terms of not going on Tuesday. So the atmosphere no, is not
2: exactly going to be rocking, is it? No, it's not. It's not going to be rocking, no. Uh, but if I remember rightly, the few times that we did attack at uh, the at hole they look well dodgy at the back. Score set at peace. Um, so so, you know, they, they, they look they look proper dodgy uh, at the back. So get forward, attack them. You know, they can't score goals if we've got the ball in their half in their, in their penalty area. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they have got pace, which, which means we're gonna to have to be, be careful at the back if if um if Pelts and uh, Morrison are playing, they're gonna need some support, and then we're gonna be back in the same boat, aren't we? So mm-hmm. needs to address that uh one way or another. I think he knows better, Liam Richardson knows better. He'll have had whole watched and they'll know they'll, they'll know a lot better than we do. But um the, the, the lad from Sheffield looks like a pacy lad. He's got this he's he, he, well, we know he is a pacy lad. Cam Humphries is available. Whether he's available for a full match is, is another matter. Um, but we've got the options to to try and get a little bit more pace in that back line, which should allow us to concentrate more on going forward. No matter how quick they are, you know, they're not top of league. They're not Leicester. They're not uh, Southampton or Leeds United or, or any of these other teams. So they might be up there pushing for the playoffs. But as all as all teams in this division are, they get atable. That's a word which I know it's not. So, yeah, let's attack them. Mm. If we lose three, no, we we'll spend fifty or sixty percent of the time in their half. I'm happy with that. Well, I'm not happy with it, but I'll, you know, it'll be a, it'll be easier
1: you deal to, with
2: the pill yeah. to swallow. So. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll go through predictions in a minute. We need to give uh, an mention to Joy who correctly predicted three nil to Leeds. On, hey. on, on Leeds. Uh, she's comfortably in second place on the table. Um, there you go. Uh, sorry, to say, sorry to say that, boys, because uh, you, you, you're not doing very well. Um, <laughs> okay. Ben, I think, it's, having, looked, having revisited some of the pre-season predictions, not going to be many points, one on that either. Um, we'll come to that in, in May. Ben, we'll start I, I with you.
3: Be, I think mine should be void. I, I think they all should be void because we've got a different manager. So I, I void on that one. Well, one of the questions
1: is, will Matt Taylor still be manager at the end of the season?
3: Uh, Boyd, mate. (laughs) Boyd, Boy done it? it. we were so optimistic at the start. Also,
1: a lot of you have picked Ben Wiles for most assists, and two people Roger Kelly as the breakout star. (laughs) Neither of them are here. Um,
4: So, there you go. Let's move on. It's basically in the dustbin this season, isn't it, though? But from our perspective, and the clubs. It's an absolute scrap heap of a season.
1: Um, I'm rather know about scrap heaps,
4: we? Right before, yeah. before we do predictions, can I have an idea? Can we actually watch back? <clears throat> well, I say watch back, uh, review our pre-season predictions whilst having a few beers as well, yeah. so we can laugh a bit harder at it. But make sure we have at least four before we start. <laughs> okay, fair <Very laughs>
1: enough. We can Thank we can you. work something out. I'm sure. What Thank I'm you. really looking forward to, I can't wait for, is the end of season awards. This season, we've got to we've got to give out some awards uh, in May. Um, great laugh I'm sure that's going to be fun Um anyway we've scored some goals haven't we so that's a, that's a positive Ben talk to me what's the result going to be on Tuesday night
3: Uh 1-0 one 1-0 nil.
1: One nil to Rotherham
3: 1-0 Rotherham. Rotherham clean sheet short yeah Sean Morrison massive towering header back seat
1: <laughs> fine okay okay whatever Mick 2-1 two,
4: 2-1 one. Two, one, Rotherham yeah not sure. Danny <laughs> Um, 2-1 Hull I
1: won't go that wrong way around. Cool. I'm going to go 3-2 Hull One of those games Where you get his hopes up We go 1-0 up 2-1 up And then lose 3-2 later on That's the kind of thing I'm
4: sort of thinking You see I, I, I'm thinking the same But more <clears throat> Like the Bristol City game Where I think we scored We equalised And they scored it last minute Yeah yeah So I guarantee That's what's going to happen I'm going to come out of the cinema Look at me forward And just go Oh they scored it 8 ninth minute Brilliant ring Yeah
1: uh Harry's 3-1 to Hull Joe Twit- Joey Twitch has 3-0 to Hull Wayne somehow thinks we're going to win 1-0 same as Ben Scott Gundy says B-1-1 Kelly Bob says 3-1 to the middle is the greatest so <laughs> hey,
3: Kelly.
1: Uh, <clears throat> uh, Martin Hunt says 2-2 Palmer says 0-0 we will defend well but off and off going forward that is realistic Mike Miller says 1-2 Chris Tether says 2-0 to Hull so does Sarah Ogden r OK says 3-0 Hull 1-2 to hold from Phil, Um Sarah says I'm to, I hoping hoping for a five four like Milmore, That game holds me. Yes, <laughs> seems to run really a little of a hat trick. Mick, mm.
2: yeah, he says yeah, they one one thing, that. I
1: can't remember it. You can't okay.
2: remember
3: anything. Do you
1: yourself? remember it all? <laughs> <laughs> what
3: year? What year? Mick? What year?
1: 99, I think.
2: <laughs> <ate> 1972.
1: <laughs> 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 okay. Let's move on. That's uh, anything else we need to mention.
2: Yes, I've got something. Um I forgot to mention it earlier on. Uh, I don't know whether it's um <laughs> whether whether um, Jordan Bamford, Patrick Bamford, Jordan Bamford's a nice kid. I like Jordan a lot. Patrick Bamford's a cheat. I don't know whether anybody mentioned that at all at any point. Oh
1: dear. Yeah. If any if any of clips this put on Twitter or whatever, just put link that's showing so we, get, so we get the views yeah, yeah, yeah be nice we get some subscribers yeah yeah just just be nice you know um, if you know show a bit more class than your club does as well. is all what, is what, is what I ask <laughs> yeah right good luck with that <laughs> <laughs> um, right we'll end it there because Mick and Ben have got to get their
4: prep ready done and get their snacks ready for Super Bowl to start in a couple hours time you know what yeah, sod it I'm going to watch it as well just for a change Obviously. I won't understand anything what's going on but sod it just go to make
1: house you know you know what i us mean. Just turn up what's it gonna do
4: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> no, I, I won't scare you with my lack of knowledge i'll do it at home
2: <laughs> oh yeah we having a prediction for the super bowl does anybody want to give a prediction for the super bowl before we uh... I,
1: I can guess which one of the two teams will win that's as much as i can go you
3: gotta give a score as well you gotta give a score
1: i don't know 28 22 to...
3: 22, 22, 22. 22. That's Impressive. It's impressive to get 22 points
4: to be fair. I don't know. I don't know if it's possible. So i have go 49ers to win. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm going to set 49ers as well. Mick? Uh, Chiefs. Chiefs every day of every week. I, th- I thought he said cheats. I thought it was still oh. on the Patrick Bamford. thing. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> That's why he's got confused because Jordan Bamford plays for Chiefs. That's where it is. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> if, if it helps
1: anybody's prediction, uh, leads are obviously owned by the 49ers. Uh, so, if you're really, really upset by Leeds, do support the, uh, the Chiefs.
4: I, I want to change my answer. I'm going for Chiefs now that
1: I know that. <laughs> yeah. uh, ben, as our most knowledgeable um, person to the NFL, the big question is, will Taylor Swift turn up?
3: Yes. Uh, yeah, yes, you will. Okay. And the result for me? 21-17, uh, uh, Chiefs. Cool.
2: Really? Yeah, it's a low scoring game. That right? uh,
3: this I've is got, not going to, Matt, Matt,
2: like, it's
1: it's to be.
4: Matt, the I've got lost. What are they yeah. on about? <laughs> <laughs>
1: there we go. We'll, we'll, we'll let him finish this conversation off. There, uh, thank you all for being with us uh, on this season so far. And please do keep coming again. We'll try and keep things as happy and positive as we possibly can. As always, you do have the homework from Tuesday night. Find me a positive. Find me something funny. If it's just you sat next to your mate and he does something stupid and legal, uh, let us know. (laughs) Let let us know and we'll laugh about it. Uh, Ref falls over. Whatever it might be, just find something happy and positive because we all need it in the season as it is. And let us know on Thursday. Mick Ben, well Ben won't be here. Mick and Danny, uh, that's also your homework. uh, To do so. Um, Thank you, everybody. Richard says he's cheered up now. That's what we're here for. Thank you very much. That's what we try. Um yeah. Danny, thank you very much, mate. I appreciate you coming. What are you gonna see at cinema by the way? Um
4: <clears throat> Argyle. Okay. Not Plymouth, what the one with um with Dua in Leep, it? it? Uh I think so. Who's he? <laughs> Henry Cavill,
1: Henry Cavill was Superman, mate. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ben, it's been a while. Thank you for being with us tonight. You've made uh, Mick yeah. laugh and laugh sometimes. Don't make it You're so good. long for the next visit. All
3: right. and also, you look like Cameron Frizz, so uh, I don't because I'm white, but okay.
1: You, you like Cameron Frizz, but uh, Mick, thank you. Yeah, as you ever. Breathe, but okay. <laughs> thank you, Mick. See you soon. I yeah, know, we we'll See you a bit. Go the Mills.
4: The the
2: it's a wild, wild sort of goal.
0: Slossy beyond Godringham, and the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. Oh. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, yes. Rotherham United win at Bramwell Lane. On the edge
1: of
2: the box, the doppet, he can hit them, and he does. Oh. No! Secured World Championship status for next season! Do me a favor,
0: drop me in Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at Participating Restaurants 18 Plus Serving Times Delivery Fee and Terms Apply. See McDonald's.com.